Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Dan, no rain delays today, mm. even though uh, we are coming to you from or on Tuesday after the Players' Championship. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like that was a long but exciting weekend, man. I mean, uh, I'd like to say we had a lot of golf. I think we had more delays than we did golf, actually. But uh, which which we may see. I think there's already quite a few WDs this week in uh, heading to the west coast of Florida. But uh, I, let's throw another strip on the Bobby, mate. G'day. So I say congrats to you on uh, JT winning the 2022 Players' Championship. And congrats to Cam Smith on the 2023. <laughs> it was that long. It was like we had two tournaments in one here. But no, congrats to Cam Smith. We've been on him for a while now. We, we were huge fans. And, man, he is pulling it out. And good. I, I, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Huge fan. Uh, I think BB and I were on Instagram, uh, I thought it was some time ago. Uh, well, maybe after he won the TOC and, uh, you know, called it. Uh, I mean, wouldn't surprise me at all to see Cam Smith uh, toting the green jacket. Or do you think they allow mullets in uh, in the country club at Augusta? That's a good question. Do they allow mullets? <laughs> and how is the fishing in them ponds around there? Oh, I hear the fishing's great. Keep them freshly stocked. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we, we shall see. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It was, uh, it was an interesting tournament to say the least. Definitely, uh, definitely took a toll on its people. I think we saw a few people talking about the tournament kind of lost, uh, or the, the folks running it lost the integrity of the golf tournament and some of the conditions may have been a little spotty. Uh, we'll get into some, uh, a little bit more controversial things as we, uh, as we hit it into the into the hazard over here but uh but yeah i i mean i was a little surprised in some of the performance there and uh i wasn't surprised by my one and done pick jt i was a little disappointed uh that i think he finished 33rd so uh, could have gotten a little more out of JT here. I, I may have been uh, I may have been a week premature, uh, and heading uh, looks like he's showing up to the Valspar. So I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure I just told you who your one and done is for the week. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, who surprised you? Cam Smith was he the most surprising uh, player for the tournament, or somebody else? No, I wouldn't say Cam Smith, Cam Smith was the most surprising. Again, I've, I've been a big fan of Cam Smith for a while. He finished second last year at Augusta, and he's been playing great. He won the Tournament of Champions at, you know, in, in Hawaii to start the season off, and we've had kind of big plans for him all year. And he's just been playing great, great golf and been able to close and play well. I, I wasn't surprised at all. So I was surprised on 17, though. And he said he hit it at the bunker. And he pushed it a bit. And I was like, there's no way he meant to go like five yards to the right of that flag. No way. What did you, what were your thoughts on that one? Uh, if he pushed it, he pushed it just enough and not too much. But uh, no, I, I think with the lead coming in to 17 that he had, I, I don't know that, uh, that that was probably a little more. Uh, the line was probably a little more aggressive than intended. But uh, the, hey, the good news is when you're striking the ball that good, uh, you know, you, you can afford those misses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, I think Rom might have been one of the most uh, surprising ones. I thought he was going to play better than he did, and I think he had a terrible Sunday and just not a great tournament. What were your thoughts on that? 
uh, he if he needs some advice on a putting contest, he ought to talk to Cam Smith because oh, uh, that gosh. guy was a one putt machine uh, for the closing round on Monday. Uh, that that's what I think about it. I don't know. It's it. I don't know that it's. Uh, I, I, Rom said it right. I mean, I, I changed the putter. Had some uh, had some woes. You know, I changed back. You know, that are the stats uh, appropriate and accurately responding to how I'm playing golf? And I mean, maybe is the number one player in the world. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're expecting a little more out of him. I mean, he's been the highest price guy at, at the turn at every tournament that he's entered. And I couldn't tell you how long it's been since since I can remember. So, yeah, I, I think uh, I don't know that it's uh, that we need to send a signal. I think he could be in jeopardy of losing uh, or, or being uh, being unseated as the world number one if if play doesn't turn around. I don't know when we'll see him next. Obviously, we won't see him this weekend. Uh, I would expect we'll see him one more time before the Masters. I think what's next week, the WGC maybe. Yep. And yep, so the Dell, I, I don't know, yeah. maybe, the Dell. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Masters is the next time we see him. I, I, I'm not sure, but um, – I'll tell you who I was surprised. Well, first off, uh, my DraftKings lineup, uh, I think I got two through uh, with six players. Uh, but, uh, yeah, talk about torpedoed, man. Uh, wow, there were uh, there were a lot of miscuts uh, coming into this thing from a lot of elite players uh, that were there. So uh, I don't I don't want to put Kepka, even though he is uh, he's elite in his own mind. I'm talking about ten thousand dollars and better. But. I think Cantlay was still at nine thousand, but Morikawa. Uh, who else was? Who else didn't make the cut? Spieth. Uh, you know, that was probably a, a a good good call there. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought all in all a good tournament. Uh, I I kind of like Monday golf. I could get into that. I mean, if, if that's uh, if they want to make that a thing, I'm sure they didn't like Monday golf in in the situation uh, that caused it to occur. But yeah. Um, I did extremely well in DraftKings this week. I had a couple couple lineups that just blew it out of the water, and one of which was the O lineup. So, Victor O, Louis O, Shane Lowe, Max Ho, and then the two that didn't make the cut were Billy Ho and Gary Woodland. Um, but uh, yeah, I doubled I doubled my money on that one there. I had a really good lineup there, and then the other one that was even better than that was JT Scheffler, Berger, Henley, Bradley, and then I had Gooch didn't make the cut. So yeah, I did really good in lineups this week. Keegan had a good Keegan had a good showing. Uh, was a little skeptical on what D what DJ we were going to get uh, last weekend. Uh, he had a great showing. I think he shot the low round of the tournament on Sunday. Uh, Monday, top 10, uh, yeah. the final final round. Yeah, at, at nine under. So. Uh, yeah, some really, really fun stuff there. Uh, thought uh, again, thought it was a great tournament. Uh, obviously, that uh, tough, challenging golf course for the players. Uh, it is the Players Championship, so you know, obviously, the uh, the field is uh, is elite. But yeah, I was surprised to see some of the. Some of the, the, I guess the top 10, if, you know, as I would look back and kind of where I thought the top 10 was going to wind up, I would have gotten a lot of those wrong. Yeah. For sure. HB3, yeah. uh, Doug Gim, uh, Victor Hovland, no surprise there. But, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a really exciting tournament. So, what were your thoughts on, say, um, you know, the round that JT had where, you know, he went out there and he lit it up. He made no bogeys that day, but. Everybody got wiped out. My one and done, Colin Morikawa, just got wiped out. He hit the ball in the water twice on that day on 17. 
And uh, it was a little bit unfair. I thought that the conditions probably should have been not playable and that they should have called it for that day and, you know, did a different day or whatnot. But what were your thoughts? Should they have played that day or should they have called it that day? Uh, so if I remember correctly, everybody didn't play that day. Right. Some played a lot so more than others. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess that's the that's the downside to that. But I, I think the I don't want to say upside, but I think the decision that you got to make is, well, are we going to finish the tournament? Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of what came into play is in order to finish the tournament, here's what we got to do. And I mean, JT kind of, you know, JT left it. He didn't leave anything out there. Right. I mean, he uh, he brought it all in. And, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have fared. We wouldn't ask, can I include you in this one too? Sure, we wouldn't not? have fared well. In the, <laughs> we wouldn't have fared well in that situation, regardless of the weather, but you know, weather given what it was, uh, you know, what down in the thirties probably. Uh, but I, I don't, I mean, is, is it any, I guess, yes, it's different in that it wasn't the open championship, but I don't. I mean, they play in that kind of weather at the at the open. I mean, they're out there in it. So you know, obviously, the courses are set up and designed a little differently. But uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I know how Kevin Kisner feels about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I, I thought that was a little unfair. I mean, you're got. And I can't. I don't. I, hey, from the show perspective, I've got no leg to stand on because our guys were on the same, pretty much in the same group kind of thing, and and your guy did a lot better than mine. Um, uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know. It was a fun tournament. Uh, did you get a chance to see the Burger and uh, Victor Hovland and uh, Damon on well, Damon. sixteen? Yeah, on Monday. Or uh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, if you if you hit it in the hazard, I'm going to tell you where you can drop your ball the next time. Ooh! Oh, are you? <laughs> I don't think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a bad drop. I don't care what anybody says. Dan, you're definitely, Dan is you're, definitely 90 yards ahead. <laughs> you're definitely getting a bad drop. I thought I'd hold that um, one. <laughs> well, so here's what I think about that. I mean, it's uh, I, I think that it's cool, right? I mean, it's I don't know. What other sport do the players get to, uh, I'll say, police themselves as far as the rules go, right? And they call a rules official over and, and you know, he basically kind of, deferred back to the players and said, Hey, you, you know, you, you make your own decision. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought it was good. Uh, thought it was good, inter- good for entertainment. I mean, I would like to see more of that stuff. I, I think it, I think it was good interaction. Uh, you probably couldn't get to, uh, two friendlier guys and Joel Damon and Victor Hovland to have that conversation with. I mean, think about if it would have been Poulter or Miguel, which he wasn't playing, but I mean, I, I could name, you know, probably a half a dozen players that, you know, might've punched him at, uh, yeah, at, yeah. at Keegan, Bra- Keegan, Keegan Bradley, Bradley, Miguel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it it could have could have definitely uh, could have definitely been a lot uh, could have been more drama packed or drama filled than what it was. Uh, but no, I, I think that I think the the everyday fan or and or player, I think it's something that people uh, people like to see and, and they like to know that stuff. I mean, it, you know, the, the way us commoners play golf, I mean, if we actually play by the rules, who knows, uh, you know, who knows what our handicap would actually be? Not that we don't play by the rules, but. You know, when you're playing club golf, uh, a little different than these guys out on tour, you know, with the cameras and everything that can can be seen. So I, I, I don't know. It's uh, I mean, we see who won. So what I would argue is, was he you know, was this a, was this an NBA skit and that he was trying to sell the foul or 
uh, did the foul actually occur? I mean, obviously the the penalty occurred because he hit it in the water. But I mean, it's something. You know, as we're heading into March Madness, I mean, we're you know we're going to see plenty of actors on the court. And you know, was this uh, was this Berger doing a little acting, trying to? Uh, I, I'm not saying to break the rules, uh, but I'm saying maybe to bend the rules uh, as much as possible. And and again, we see where he dropped the ball. And ultimately, he's the one that has to sign the scorecard. So if he felt that strongly about it, I don't know why he dropped where he dropped. I don't think you could have gotten a bunch of guys between Damon um, Berger and Hovland that are more genuine out there on the golf course. And it truly is an interesting story just because, you know, one guy thinks it goes here and the other two guys have different vantage points and they think it goes here and here. And you bring up a good point in that. Golf's one of the only sports, though, where it's kind of like an honor system and kind of a self-police kind of thing, right? We see a lot of that stuff going on with players on the tour and then some of the rules with uh, that. They're kind of like, hey, you know what? It's kind of an honor system. And um, how long is that going to last? I mean, look at uh, you look at tennis and it's all like that uh, Hawkeye kind of stuff now where it's almost like the, yeah. the referees are almost um, the umpires are almost uh, irrelevant. And then you look at baseball and they're, they're testing out, you know, more of a robot kind of thing where the, the uh, behind the plate umpire is irrelevant. And they're going to start going to where it's it's all automated. And it's all robots or whatnot and look at shot link and everything else from a shots gain perspective with golf how far are we from that becoming more of a police than the the current system which is kind of scary right i mean not not to get away from golf or booze but uh i watched the uh i, I watched the uh ut balls play baseball i don't know they were in a tournament last weekend or a couple weekends ago and literally i mean i'm watching this thing and i'm going like damn i mean there are more uh, there are more replay reviews in this baseball game than I've ever seen in a football game. And to, to your point, right? I mean, it, what, when do you get away from the integrity of the game? And I mean, it's already slow enough. So, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how you can, how you can slow it down to that degree. I mean, I think that that's, you know, where we see a lot of the penalties and things occur, you know, after the fact, uh, because, you know, you, you really can't stop pace of play to make that change. So, okay. Well, uh, we'll go I, I one step know. further. So if they have like the shot, the shot link and everything else going on out there, what, when are we going to get to a point where Berger walks up to where he hit the ball and there's already a marked where, He's, his drop is. I think it's called a, the the volunteers and the marshals that are out there. I, that, that that's best as I could say. I, I I don't. I think it's going to be quite some time again. But, you know, here you go. Uh, when they start wearing shorts, Ooh. when they, when they get a, when they start wearing shorts during tournaments, uh, not practice rounds, not exhibitions, but when when they start wearing shorts, and may, maybe that's when it happens. I don't know if that's the case. Maybe they'll cut it back to what was the uh, what was the match out in Vegas, uh, eleven holes or yeah, uh, I get yeah. It's like how, how much TV time do we have? We're going to cut it back to that many holes, given the uh, given. Or I mean, do they put them in a position where it's like, hey, you can challenge it, but if you're not right, you it's a it's a stroke penalty. I don't know how you police that. Yeah. All right. So going back to Cam Smith one real quick, uh, watching the tournament and uh, I watched most every shot of it or whatnot. I saw a lot of guys on 18 do exactly what Cam Smith did on 18 when he, you know, on, on Monday when he hit that ball into the water and you would think he'd probably know better than that. If he was, 
keeping up because it was a lot of guys. I think I saw it. Was it DJ that did it the week, like the day before or something like that? Somebody else did like the day before the exact same shot and it went right in the drink. And I'm like, good God. And he did the I, same thing. I think the group playing, it may not have been the group right in front of him, but uh, they, it, there was somebody that was, that was playing ahead of him that did it that day, did the same thing. Almost, I mean, kind of the exact same spot. So um, I, I don't know, hit more fairways, I guess. Uh, although Cam said he didn't need to hit more fairways to win. He just one putts his way around the golf course. Yeah, no. well, the one putt thing, okay, a lot of people have been talking about the one putt thing, right? You can't get to a one putt scenario if you're not really good on approach. Right? Well, I, I wouldn't disagree. Okay, here, let I me read you these stats from Rom for the, for the tournament here, for Rom for the tournament. Minus 1.66 shots gained on approach. He did gain 1.8 off the tee and minus 0.25 putting, minus 0.05 around the green, overall minus 0.16. So he, the biggest negative is then minus 1.66 on approach. Does that surprise you? I thought you said it was negative two and a half on putting. No, no, no. no. For Rom, it was negative yeah. 0.25 on putting. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I got you. Uh, sure. It surprises me. Yeah. I mean, as good a ball striker as that guy is. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it, 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 it is surprising. And I mean, are the golf courses going to get any easier than, I mean, yeah, there are going to be some, some less challenging courses for somebody like that, but I, I don't know. It's, I mean, was it the weather? I mean, was he, was he into it? Right. Was he just kind of out there trying to get, get it over with? Uh, I, I don't know, but yeah, it, it definitely surprises me from uh, the number one player in the world and the ball striker that we've seen that he, you know, that what he can produce from a ball striking position. Who do you think led the tournament in shot scan approach this week? Uh, Dustin Johnson, Russell Henley. 2.88. And then who do you think was second? What did he lose putting? Dustin Johnson. Uh, Eric Van Royen. That guy's got a great mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the best mustache out there. Cam Smith won. Uh, he led in putting this week. He led in putting and, and uh, off the tee, right? Number uh, one off the tee. No, 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 no. no he didn't. <laughs> no freaking way. <laughs> <laughs> Off the tee this week is uh, Brendan Steele. Brendan Steele, John Rom second. Wow, can you believe that? Man, wow. Um, so that's crazy. Yeah, great. Yeah, great tournament though. Uh, lots of uh, yeah, crazy weather. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know this this could be one of those where people chalk it up and say, yeah, I'm not going to be back there again. But you know, it's the Players Championship. It's the biggest purse in the in the field. So uh, yeah, I got a feeling they'll be back. Very fun tournament. Uh, Kisner had a good tournament. Paul Casey, um, Lahari, Lahari, how do you say it? <laughs> oh yeah, Lahari. Yeah. yeah, man, talk about that guy. What two plus million dollars for, uh, yeah. for sh showing up this week? I mean, that's a pretty good payday. I mean, I, I don't, you know, clearly a win would have uh, would have cemented something there. But I mean, that two million dollars definitely uh, definitely makes the uh, second place finish a little little easier to. Uh, to walk away from there with, I, I would expect. So uh, yeah, good, good things to come from him. I would imagine. So the other one that I would say is really on a upward trajectory is that, uh, HB three, man, the pirate, the pirate's been on fire lately, huh? My gosh. Yeah. Look, 
Yeah, look, looked really good. Uh, I wasn't necessarily expecting that out of him this week, but uh, but yeah, he uh, he was uh, he was feeling it too, man. He was fun in his interviews. I forget the question that somebody asked him, but his comment was like, "Hell yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah." So he, his just his energy and everything that he was bringing. I did see he. I guess I don't know if he. Maybe he didn't pack warm clothes or something. I, I did see he uh, he scored himself a the player a players championship uh, pullover for the uh, for one of the days it was chilly. Uh, maybe Sunday. I, I guess. think so. the the winner goes to uh, who was it? Um, Gary Woodland, right? <laughs> Like, what the hell was that? <laughs> hey, he, he did. He, uh, I, you know, when I was a kid, one of those uh, games that we used to, one of those fighter games, he looked like one of those guys coming out of that thing. So, yeah, oh. I, I think he was in disguise because he, he had missed the cut already, I believe, right? Mm. So I think he was, uh, I think he was showing up uh, trying to hide from people. So, you drink anything today, Cal? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm keeping it kind of old school. I'm going with a little Buffalo Trace. Oh, nice. Uh, how about your How about yourself? I got some. I got some um, High West uh, Double Rye there. Yeah. Ooh, that's a great pour. That's like one that. of my favorites. One of my favorites. Yep. A little bit light. A little, on a little rye kick these days, are you? We've been drinking a lot of bourbon lately, and I'm like, I need I need a little bit more of the rye. Um, I don't know. I, I would say I have a favorite in terms of like one versus the other, and you know, from a from a mash bill or whatnot right but uh it's good to mix it up though it's good to mix it up what what, what kind of run have you been on lately what have you been doing what have you been making from a cocktail perspective over the weekend uh well i've been drinking a lot of rye whiskey i can tell you that so yeah. that's, uh, that's kind of why i went uh went bourbon tonight uh you know a little 90 proofer bt hard to go wrong with and might as well refill my glass uh what have i been drinking lately i've been making a lot of paper planes uh, I've been doing, uh, just finished Mardi Gras. So, uh, I've been uh, having a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I've been making some, uh, Vukuri. Uh, you know, I'm just a sucker when I'm not drinking whiskey. It's hard for me to get away from a Negroni. Like when I, when I've had a few been through a tasting or something, I need something, you know, a little, uh, little, little different. Uh, those Negronis, man, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a Negroni, man. It's always Negroni time for me. Mm. Uh, or if I want whiskey, then I, you know, a Boulevardier. I'm sipping on those from uh, from time to time. So, uh, so here's what I'm gonna start doing. That or what I'm gonna get back into is uh, I'm gonna start uh, getting back into some fizzes uh, and a proper fizz with an egg white. So it's a, you know, it's a, you got to work to make it, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get back into some of those and I'll be heading to Puerto Rico at the end of the month. Uh, so I'm going to, going to stay away from rum until then, but, uh, we got, got some rum tastings coming up. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's going to be a lot of, are you going to have rum down in Puerto Rico? You're saying, are they going to be on the show or both? No, no. Well, we may have them on the show, but I'm going to have them in Puerto Rico. So, uh, so I'll be sure to capture a lot of video while we're down there. So okay. it should, should be good. Cool. And then uh, we can get into it now and at the end, but how are you going to be celebrating St. Patty's Day coming up? Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to have a flight of red breast mm. uh, Irish whiskey. Yeah. I'm going to do, uh, some I'm going to do some 12. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, if, you, if you know, a, uh, if you know, a connect for champion that I could challenge to a duel, uh, maybe a little place in, uh, in Manhattan that, uh, that is known for that. Uh, there also could be a place that's not known for that in Manhattan, but allegedly I hear there's a world champion connect four player. That's a bartender. That's a bartender at, uh, he told you not to use his name. Uh, how's he going to, uh, how's he going to snooker people now? Uh, God, that's 
that is the best connect four player that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that dude would give you three, he'd give you three drops, three drops, and he could <laughs> still beat you. No, nah, he'd give you two. I'm sorry. He'd give you two. He had, two a, good, he had a good short game. He, did, he had a great <laughs> short game. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he could beat me if he gave me three. So. No, I think it was two. I think it was two. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just bring that one on him next time as I want three drops. Three drops. Give me three. Yeah. Give me three. So red breast. Yeah. A little flight. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do uh, do a little flight of red breasts and uh, and sample through those. Hard hard to beat. Uh, plenty plenty of great Irish whiskeys out there though. And so yeah, but I we I've need got, to celebrate uh, some more of on the show. Kind of holding on to these uh, these red breasts. We'll see how these uh, these go down. So we need to celebrate some more of that on the show this year. Some more um, Irish uh, whiskeys. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was about to say, how about uh, how about from your Irish heritage? Uh, <laughs> at, at least at, at least the fifty percent that's Irish, and the other fifty percent, your hundred percent Irish heritage, <laughs> and then the fifty percent that's not. I don't know how anybody's DNA makes up one hundred and fifty percent. Maybe you're superhuman. But uh, what, what are you going to be into? You get a little corned beef and cabbage well, coming your way. Or what's happening? First off, Cal, outside of this show, I always give one hundred and fifty percent. <laughs> I'm definitely calling a penalty and telling you where you can drop your ball. <laughs> uh, no, just a ton of. Um, I think I'm going to go uh, some Guinness and some Jameson. Yeah, there you go. It's hard. Oh, it's hard. It's hard to deviate. Right. Re- like potatoes. Oh yeah, some potatoes. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Nothing wrong with that, man. That's uh, that, that's uh, that makes for a good uh, a good Irish holiday. At okay. least uh, that's what my friend, that's 100 percent Irish. Except for the fifty percent that's German. Tells so, me. so where did we go, and where where would you recommend people go in New York now for like an Irish kind of thing? Is it the, the for like the corned beef and all? That's it, right? So, where where, where did we go? Where where would you guys? I think the place we went to closed cool. down, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, McSorley's if it's still oh, open, hey. that's probably that's a good and, one. That, and that's like. I don't know if adjacent's the right way to describe it because there's a street and a street and there's a line of buildings, but it's like right across the way uh, from, uh, I forget the name of the place where Paul worked at. Nevertheless. Solus, I think, right? So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think of where else I would go. Uh, Tribeca Grill. I'm sure they got a good, uh, good corned beef special going on that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you're there, I don't think as far as I can remember, I don't think, uh, and it's a, it, you can call it a tourist trap if you want to. They make great sandwiches there. Uh, yeah, go to the deli. Go, go to the deli and grab some lunch. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, go to cat. Yeah, and uh, grab some lunch there. Uh, you can probably split the uh, split yeah. the Reuben, yeah, uh, or the corned beef sandwich. I think we used yeah, to go to Carnegie you, Deli, right? Carnegie Deli, and they shut down. I think, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. used to go to Carnegie a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else uh, that we've been up there that's uh, that's really good. Uh, I'd definitely go to the library uh, for mm. a cocktail to start things off. Uh, that that'd be uh, that'd be a great way to uh, to kick off the evening. And I don't know, what about you? I mean, you hit all of our spots, so I don't have anything else to add. Okay. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> not that uh, we're connoisseurs yeah, up there or anything, but I was just, I forgot where we had gone for the corned beef and all, but you hit them all. You hit them all. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, I do my eating in the daytime and uh, say, do the drinking at night. I mean, yeah. I'd probably drink the whole time, but uh, yeah, you know, you don't, you don't want to fill up on the wrong stuff. Hey, remind me it, next year, remind me next year, do not bet on Brooks at the players. Well, 
Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought we were heading to the going to the Valspar. Brooks says he's going to the Valspar. I, I don't know. I'll talk about. We'll talk about that when we get. We'll talk about that when we. We'll talk about that when we get to the Valspar. Um, it, it, you could tell he was not enter- He was not entertained. He was not entertained at all. Uh, he did have the blonde locks kind of rocking. You can, it, clearly, he's trying to grow those things out. Um, but yeah, seventeen hits it into the bulkhead, and you know he's just uh, kind of shaking his head and throwing his hands up in the air. I, I don't. I, I bet it too. I was a sucker for it. I thought it was going to be something. Now, granted. I don't think anybody planned for, even though it looked like it was going to be raining that week, I don't think anybody planned for the weather that actually came in. So I don't know how else I would have played it if I would have known it was going to be that. I guess I would have played Shane Lowry and some other folks that that typically play well in in that kind of weather. Uh, But yeah, I'm, yeah, don't worry. Uh, I've already put uh, Brooks down as your one and done for next year's players championship. Speaking of that, if you were to bet right now, your outright for 2023 players, who would it be? Hmm. Uh, well, once Cameron Smith wins uh, at Augusta, mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be Cam Smith. Okay. All right. Back it's to gonna, back. It's going to be Cam Smith, back world world number one, and uh, I think he finished second there last year, I believe. Yeah, I so, think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not not far fetched, man. Not far fetched. That could be. How about you? For the players next year? No, 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 no. I was no, talking no, players you, next year. Oh, for the players. Oh, no, no. Okay, no. Sorry, I'm not going back to back for the players. No, okay. I, I thought you were saying. If you're going to bet year. right now for next year's players, who would it be? I'm I'm going to roll JT again, man. Hmm. I'm rolling Justin Thomas again. I think I'm going to be with you on that just because like he played so well that I think it took everything out of him to get through that round. And I think that's what happened to him. He kind of got caught in that tough conditions and he probably plowed through it. And then he just had, had no energy left. But um, I think I'm with you on the JT. I think that's his, I think it's his spot, man. I think he can make some big noise there. I do. I'm with you on that. Hmm. I, I think it's a hard golf course. I think that it's, uh, I think he likes the field that's there with the competition. Uh, I think that even though it's hard, I think the layup kind of sets him up. Um, yeah. I it, So if, if, if for whatever reason he <clears throat> didn't play, I don't know what Bubba's got left in the tank, <sighs> but man, that, uh, that course really sets up well for him just the yeah. with with the nuances out there so I, I i don't know i may lean lean a little bubba on that one interesting hey okay so let me ask you one more question if we can go to valspar so does john rom ever win a players oh so john rom against the field no, uh, for <laughs> infinity and beyond <laughs> no i i'm i'm with you but i mean don't you almost always it's so I'm, I'm thinking so i'm thinking blackjack right now right and the house always wins yeah. i'm thinking it's uh, I, if i'm betting on it i don't i don't think i'm betting that i mean does he have the talent of course and we knew that can yeah. he can he play the course and yeah. all um maybe not M- maybe maybe not man i mean that could be again i mean uh lahiri and bradley uh look at hovland that played well i mean do you, i mean do you got a lot of folks that kind of showed up this week uh look at hb3 uh who look at hoagie i mean th- there's a lot of talent out there i lied that, uh, i lied who wins a, who wins the players first hovland or rom 
I'm going Hovland. Ooh, ooh. Going hop, going hobby, uh, going hobby. Ouch. Er, early, early lean to uh, to later uh, later chat in the show. So, all right, take us to the Valspar. Uh, we are wrapping up the Florida Swing, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it the overshadowed tournament, but because uh, there's been you know a hell of a lot of folks that have played here. I would say as of late, this is probably where a lot of folks are taking off. Uh, but we're heading to Innisbrook in Palm Beach, Florida, just outside of Tampa. Uh, they'll be playing the Copperhead course. And uh, I would say all in all, well, we I would say we had a really strong field. I would say we still would have, minus the winner of the Players' Championship up until the, uh, the five-day extravaganza that was the Players' Championship this year. So... Uh, you know, I, I, so I'll talk a little bit about course or I'll give you some course correlation. So I think, um, I think Augusta's got a lot of correlation here for previous champions and, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, Pete Dye kind of correlation here. So think about, uh, we just came off of Sawgrass. Uh, think about uh, Harbor Town. I, I think there's going to be a little bit going on there from previous winners. So just over 7,300 yards. It's a par 71, five par threes, four par fives. And I think that this is going to play very similar to what we saw last week in, except for one Cam Smith, in, uh, which I guess is every round of golf and every golf course you play. But I, I think that uh, fairways are going to be a premium here. I think fairways are going to be a premium, and that's going to lean towards uh, some of the, and it's going to favor the ball strikers, right, as we come into this thing. So um, past uh, winners, um, well, we got a back to back champion. They didn't play this in 2020, it was canceled due to COVID. Uh, well, if I can ever make it to our previous winners, uh, Sam Burns won last year at 17 under. Uh, Gary Woodland's a previous winner here. Uh, I believe Bubba Watson's won here. And uh, Paul Casey. Adam Hadwin, Charles Schwartzel in 2016. Uh, from a runner-up perspective, just to think about you know, some of the, the long hitters versus not, Keegan Bradley, Louis Eustazen, Jason Kokrak, Tiger Woods, Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantlay, Bill Haas. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a fun tournament. Uh, we do have a couple early WDs, so Casey's out for sure, uh, two-time back-to-back champion. Munoz is out. Gim's out as of now. Wouldn't surprise me to see a few more players uh, pull out of this one. So just to be aware, this is you're hearing this on Tuesday. Uh, just be aware of your lineups as you enter them on or Thursday's opening round. So, Dan, let's uh, – I don't know anything else to add about the course. I mean, it's going to be fun. I mean, they're heading to the snake pit. So, again, just like we saw the bear trap, just, uh, you know, it, it's going to be similar setup. It's going to be hard. Uh, I would say water doesn't necessarily come into play here other than – uh, if you miss the fairways and you miss the fairways like Cam Smith was missing fairways on the final round on Monday, I think it's going to be a harder to get 
out of it's going to be more challenging to get your ball back into play and be able to score and uh yeah i think uh, for the long hitters on the par threes i think everything almost every all the five par threes are over 200 yards or thereabouts and then you've got four par fives for some of the long hitters that can take advantage of, of those or the folks that can um that can hit fairways and uh who are striking the ball good no nothing else to add man i think you did a great job with that um i'm looking forward to it i think this is going to be a fun um fun way to wrap up this florida swing um hopefully we get I good weather it's going to be a great Freaking weather good weather please come on so they're on the golf side right um i don't know that we're gonna see the amount of rain that we saw they may get a little wind coming in off uh coming in off the golf but i I don't think it'll be anything like we saw last week so that's uh i i don't i I shouldn't say i don't i mean how many playoffs have we already seen this season uh but i I don't expect we'll have a monday finishing round for this golf tournament i told you i saw this on twitter i told you we should be playing in the desert They should be playing in the desert. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why, why not? Um, no, it's, uh, should be a, uh, I mean, a great field of players. Uh, so before we get into the players, uh, do you think what, what effect, what impact did last week and be it that it was, you know, extra days, it was, it, you know, physically, mentally, however you want to frame it up. What impact do you think, the Monday finish is going to have on the folks that are actually going to show up to the tournament. A little tired, but um, not, not a major impact. I don't think, I mean, they got some rest over the weekend, right? They took basically took, uh, was it Friday off or Saturday off? So yeah, Friday off. Right. I think it was, so yeah, no, they're not going to, I mean, they're fine. They're fine. No, no jet lag, anything like that. So yeah. Yeah, I think that they're showing up to the tournament. I think they're ready. I think the folks, uh, you know, Casey, uh, who Billy Ho withdrew from the, you know, he said he was, t- you know, he's resting up for uh, for Augusta. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, we may see him at the at the Dell actually, but so, um, yeah, but why why put yourself through that if you if you don't have to? And I don't know that he was in contention to uh, to to win anyway. So, so Cal, if yeah, you were going to go foolproof rye, um, national carrier, if you will, what would you what would you go for? Uh, that you can buy at a store. Uh, we, anybody can be at a store. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I would probably go to. Um, boy, you know how to put a guy on the spot, don't you? Uh, well, so I, I think there's a few ways I would go. So I think rare breed rye mm-hmm. would be uh, would be a direction I I would go. I mean, obviously there's some other folks that uh, you know that that you wouldn't be able to get anywhere. Uh, I, that double that high west double rye man, I, I think is a fantastic pour. Um, Pikesville. Uh, who? Yeah, that's a tough one to be. Yeah, yeah. Pikesville's really good. Uh, I mean, if you wanted to go. You know, if you, if you wanted to go budget, um, I mean, I could do uh, you know an overholt bonded. Mm. I mean, that's a that's a really good pour. Holds up uh, holds up good neat and great in a cocktail. That, that's I'll probably go that one. I mean, it's budget friendly, and uh, you should be able to get it almost anywhere. Okay, cool. Back to you. Pikesville is good too. I can't can argue with that. Uh, I drink it as fast as I get it, so I don't ever have any around. <laughs> That's the story uh, of a good whiskey, right there. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. So, Dan, the elite players at $10,000 and better. Uh, I don't know. I'll let you start us off, man. It's, uh, anybody surprise you at uh, – boy, I bet Victor Hovland's pissed. Anybody surprise you in the elite field of players at $10,000 and better? And where are you going? Uh, nobody surprised me this week in the $10,000 range. I mean, you got JT kicking it off at $11,000, and you go Victor Hovland at ten eight, Colin Morikawa at ten seven, Xander at ten three. I guess it's a little surprising. And then DJ at ten two, and that's it. So you got you only got a couple players up there before you get to 9000 with Luio starting there. Um, nobody really surprised me here. Um, I guess I would say if only one person did, but if you look at his like last couple rounds, our last couple tournaments is not it's not been bad. So, you know, Xander's kind of getting sneaky good on us. So he missed the cut last week at the players, but he was in one of those groups that had a really rough time on some of that weather. Before that, though, the Genesis T13, Phoenix T3, Farmers T34, Century 12th. So, I mean, as much as we like to pick on Xander as not being like the closer or whatnot, he's he's showing some good rounds there. What do you think? Uh, by the way, thanks to our friends at FantasyNational.com for sharing their insights with us and us being able to uh, pretty much make money every week. So yeah. uh, we're looking at the last 20, 24 rounds for the Valspar DraftKings pricing. And yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm going to go Xander this week. I think I'm going to spend a little bit more money and I'm going to get up to... Uh, to our friend that finished T9 last week. But, I, I mean, I, this course should set up well for Xander. I mean, obviously, coming into uh, coming into this tournament, I mean, his uh, recent form uh, outside of the players and given what happened there, you know, okay. Um, and as far as tournament results go, uh, I don't know that Xander's played here before. Ooh, At the Valspar. I, I think this may be his... I think this may be his first uh, his first outing. So, hmm. Well, that's uh, going to be interesting. It should be interesting. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to start my lineup, uh, and probably multiple. So, first off, I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, I don't know, DJ. Um, Finished T9 last week, maybe. Uh, I'm starting with Victor Hovland. Uh, again, recent form, T9, T2, T4. Uh, you mentioned the miscut uh, that he had at the Phoenix. But uh, I kind of like where he's at on the swing and what's happening here. Uh, Victor Hovland also finished T3 here last year, which was his first showing. So, uh, yeah, I'm starting at $10,800 at Victor Hovland. Wouldn't surprise me to see JT uh, win this thing, though, T13 and 21 and T18 and 16. So, But uh, Vic Victor Hovland's got my money. Morikawa hadn't played here, and the X-Men hadn't played here. Yeah, I mean, my favorites would be the top three, which is, hey, it's surprising Dan's taking some chalk here or whatnot. But, I mean, they've just been playing outstanding with JT, Victor, and Colin. Uh, you can't go wrong there. Um, Xander is great. We just talked about him doing doing great things out there. And then DJ's kind of showing some signs of life here. You know, Tour Championship A, T45 at the CJ, Farmers T25. Those were all last year, but, you know... T9 last last week, a backdoor at that. It was wet. I kind of thought maybe he was going to do better than he did. I thought, hey, here goes here goes DJ, you know, Augusta 2020. But um, I think uh, I think he's starting to show some signs of life there. What do you think? Uh, I, I think it's uh, <laughs> not funny, but I, I think it's interesting that DJ and JT are 
call them borderline as of today, the same own percentage. And uh, we know what we've seen out of JT, and I don't think that we've gotten the same results out of. We haven't seen the same results out of DJ. I mean, obviously, we uh, we know what uh, what kind of golfer he is, but yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I mean, if you if you want to if you want to take the uh, you know if you if you want to be the odd man out here, I mean, you got to go Xander. Yeah, and I think he could do well here. I think he could. That miscut last week means nothing to me with that wind and everything that was going on. Nothing. No, I think I think you got to chalk what and I don't know. It's kind of I don't know. It's it's not bad to say, but I think you got to look at last week and be like, hey, if you played well, you played well, and you know maybe depending on the draw, right? A and PM. I mean, maybe you wound up, uh, you know, or you showed up like JT did and you just uh, knocked it out. But you know, again, I mean, after that one, just you know. Just knockout round. I mean, T thirty three was the finish, and then you got Victor Hovland at T nine. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, my my play in the ten thousand a better range is Victor Hovland for sure. Okay, all right, nine thousand uh, dollars. Nine thousand uh, dollars. So, defending champion Sam Burns. Uh, I don't. I think Sam is probably. By the way, Paul Casey is a WD for this week. Finished third last week. Uh, I, I'm going to go with my fade first. Uh, I got two, and Sam Burns and Brooks Kepka. I saw little to no interest uh, out of Kepka last week. I, I think the reason was is I think it was weather related, and I think it's like why do I need to be out here playing in this shit? So I think that's uh, that's an easy fade for me and Brooks Kepka. I'd go ahead and put him as your one and done. Dan, he's probably going to win. <laughs> Uh, I think my next guy is uh, is Sam Burns and T twenty six at the players, T nine at the API. Uh, overall, I mean the the strokes gain numbers look good off the tee. He's ranked seventieth. Uh, looking at the past twenty four rounds on Fantasy National, and uh, you know I think if he gets himself into trouble, then I don't know what we're gonna you know. I mean, is he gonna be able to show off? Uh, you know, he's his gains on uh, his gains in uh, ball striking. So I think that's my fade. My play here. I don't know, man. I got a lot of plays. I, I pretty much like everybody else. I, I think where I'm going to have to go though is um, I think I got to go Jason Kokrak, man, with just uh, his tournament history here. And I mean, that's to your point. I'm probably gonna gonna eat a lot of chalk on this one, but tournament history: T13, T2, T8, T58, um, T53 last week, T26, T26, T17, 38. So you know, recent form. He's making cuts, and he's got great. They've got a great track record here, so I think that uh, I think Kokrak's my guy here. Yeah, Kokrak um, was. How, I didn't know you were going to say that, but I was right there with you. I was going to say him as my my go to is first here as well. Uh, I don't know if you had the round by round last week, but I'm sure he got caught in that same kind of thing because I saw him on TV and he was kind of doing well there for a while, um, and then T53 finished not great, but I think he got caught in that whole you know weather thing or whatnot. But uh, yeah. that's where I was going to start as well. Uh, I don't think you can count out Tommy Fleetwood here. He's he's uh, he's starting to show signs of life. T twenty two last week. T twenty at the Arnold Palmer. 
cut at the pawn at the at the Honda uh, off the T 38th on approach 102 around the green 41st and putting 52 4.9 cal 4.9% projected ownership 9100 bucks tip model rank 50 but I think we're going to see a different Tommy Fleetwood this year. Uh, I, I mean, he looked good last. Uh, he looked good at the Players Championship, that's for sure. So I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't steer away from him. I think it's his first time at this tournament. So not to say that that's a good or a bad thing. I mean, it's you know, played good last week in in all the weather that happened. Uh, if I if I have to go to ninety one hundred dollars, maybe. Uh, hopefully, I can go to ninety three hundred and play Abe Answer. Mm. Uh, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Louis Oosthuizen and just yes. turn a track record yes. here right down the street from his house at yeah. T8, T2, yeah. T16, and T7. So uh, three of his last four tournaments have been 10th uh, or better, and uh, his 2018 was T16. So uh, I, I don't I don't know that Louis is going to be the highest owned player here, but he very well could be and um yeah could could be deserving right so it, i mean he could uh he could get it done yeah. uh, what was he 42nd at the players and but i, I don't know t2 louis man that uh that could could be uh could be something to that yeah i agree with you i was looking at the tournament history and i said this guy him and kokrak both i'm like nine thousand dollar range those are my two guys to start with him and kokrak you know all day long but i would not be surprised at fleetwood um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good picks down here. It all depends on what you have left. I don't think I'm going to start here. Uh, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to start a little bit lower and, and pick, make my picks down there. I'm going to come back up here and see what's available and make my pick from there. And we're going to do that. We're going to do that here in a little bit too. Um, all right. $8,000 range. Uh, Dan, you take off. Well, it starts with Jason day at 8,900, 8,900 bucks. Um, and then it goes all the way down to Kevin Tringali at $8,000. I mean, if you're looking for favorites here, I mean, uh, you got some guys that played really well last week down here. You got Russell Knox that was T6 last week. Kevin Kisner was fourth last week. Um, we haven't seen we haven't seen Webb Simpson in a while. I'm probably going to start with Keegan Bradley, fifth last week, off the tee, third on approach ninth, on a, around the green, 24th, putting 117th, model rank three, 17.7% projected ownership. That's a lot. Okay, it's a lot, but he's my favorite here. Who's yours? Yeah, if you can hit the ball like that, who cares if you can putt or not? I mean, that's uh, I mean Keegan's known for that, and he did finish second here last year. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's uh, I think there's something to be said there. Um, so he missed the cut last week, and he's missed three cuts here. Boy. But uh, I, I think he's playing. Uh, I, I think we're going to see something a little different out of the guy. Maybe we won't. Uh, I got to go, Gary Woodland, man. Oh. Uh, I I think uh, I think we're going to have low ownership percentage. Uh, he's ten percent, so it's not extremely low. But uh, you know, if he can get off the tee, he was T five at Arnold Palmer, T five at the Honda. Uh, we're still going to be putting on Bermuda overseeded, so it's going to be you know kind of Poa esque greens. And I I think I'm going to kind of ride the Woodland train a little bit. I mean, Keegan's going to be heavy chalk. Uh, Webb Simpson, I don't know where we're at there yet. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I'm going to take a little, well, along with 10% of the other uh, projected ownership and uh, take a chance on Gary Woodland. A couple of other guys, uh, Alex Noren, I think you can't really ignore him. Nope. 
at uh, $8,700 projected right now at 15% ownership, T26, T5, T48, T6, T39 in his last five starts. So uh, probably something to be said for Noren. He was T21 here last year. Uh, Harold Varner, he's made two out of the four cuts that he's played here. I don't know, maybe. Uh, Kisner's T24 and 19, missed a cut last year. And, uh, yeah, uh, Adam, ha uh, I'm sorry, Cameron Tringali, uh, he's missed three of his last four cuts here, but T3 last year, and as far as recent form goes, uh, Tringali is, he's model rank 61, missed uh, three of his last five cuts. So, yeah, probably, uh, I, I don't know if Hadwin, or I'm sorry, Tringali is, uh, no, excuse me. I don't know if had one. Uh, he is a previous winner, so we'll see where uh, where that gets to. You're you're getting to the next range there. So Adam had one at seven thousand nine hundred bucks. Oh yeah, sorry, seven thousand nine hundred. Well, I'm definitely going had one then. Come on, <laughs> pre pre previous winner. Give me a break. All the way down to closing out the seven thousand dollar range. We've got uh, Mount Kucher and Brendan Grace, Stuart Sink, a couple other guys down there. Um, in this range here, Cal, it's it's interesting. Um, you got uh, Mito at at model rank twenty fourth at seven two hundred bucks. You got um, Svensson, who's been playing really well, right? 63 rank, uh, only 7% projected ownership. Uh, I think I'm probably going to start. Ooh, I like. Hold on. Get back up to the top here. You were talking about Hadwin a minute ago. I mean, you can't you can't ignore Hadwin here, right? I mean, um, and I was also looking at um, Malinari. I mean, I think he's showing some some good trajectory, don't you think? I do think so. I think he's looked good as of late. Uh, by the way, Sebastian Munoz and Doug Gim, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, WDs for this week. So be on the lookout. A uh, couple of folks that uh, that I'm going to lean towards, Aaron Wise, uh, T50, T17 in the past two outings. He did miss the cut at the Honda. He's uh, ranked 31st in the model. Uh, Brian Harmon? Maybe I can get somewhere uh, that three percent owns seventy six hundred dollars. I mean, I could see this being a play uh, for Harmon, and uh, yeah, I think Molinari uh, around the green is um, it's his highest ranked category, but at three percent, maybe uh, another guy that that might maybe maybe your boy North Carolina mm -hmm. guy. Oh yeah, uh, Doc Redman. I mean, he had a good showing last week, so he that did. that could be uh, could be a little bit of a lean too. Yeah, he's been showing some good trajectory as well. T26 last week, missed the cut at Honda, T61 at the Genesis, T33 at the Pebble, T25 at uh, Farmers. He was really kind of on the schneid there for a while, but this is this is back to where we saw him a couple of years ago. So I, I do like him here. He's a hell of a ball striker. Who's on Svensson's bag, by the way? I, I think it's, I guess, permanent, semi-permanent. I don't know, but do you know what player's on Svensson's bag? I'm sorry, what, Caddy's on Svensson's back? I don't know. No. Mm -mm. Uh, Tim Tucker. It's, oh. uh, it's Bryson DeChambeau's old caddy. Yeah, so uh, that could be a little uh, good little pairing there and seeing how uh, how they come out. He missed the cut at the API, but uh, T9 at Honda, T49 at Pebble Beach. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're going to start putting something together there. Uh, just another call out at 7,200, Patton Kazire. 
who ranks eighth in the model. Uh, he's seventh on approach, um, 29th in putting, T22 at the players, T32 at the API. So Florida Swing isn't uh, is treating him pretty good. So that that could be uh, could be somebody to get to. Uh, but I, I like the other guys you called out, uh, Mito, yep. uh, who Joel Damon, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. Uh, yeah. So lots of uh, some some good stuff going on down there. Yep. All right, six thousand dollar range. You take it. You take it. Uh, I don't know where to go here. Um, you know, Pat Perez maybe ranks thirty third in the model, T thirty three at the players, T forty two at the API. So clearly, there's something going on in Florida that he likes. Um, Adam Long, maybe. Yeah. Uh, is Brendan Grace down here? Or is he in the seven thousand dollar range? He was seven. He was right at seven thousand dollars. Yeah, that's right at seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, JT. Uh, nah, scratch that one. I, I was thinking JT Post and Schwartzer pre- Charles Schwartzel, previous winner, but uh, no, got, we got a lot of miscuts coming into. Um, um, did see a little bit out of Kramer Hickok. Yep, one hundred percent. Which comes in ranked thirty uh, fourth in the model, T forty two at the players, miscut the Genesis. Um. Yeah, I mean, if I'm digging deep down here, uh, ooh, you know where I might go is uh, so. Here's a guy that we uh, we got got a lot of miscuts, uh, but he finished solo second at Puerto Rico in uh, Max McGreevy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does rank 102nd of the model. However, he's less than one percent owned, sixty three hundred dollars. So if I'm if I'm going down here, and I'm taking a gamble. Um, you know, maybe. I'm yeah. going to go with McGreevy. Probably a name somebody uh, hasn't heard in a while. Or ever. Jimmy Walker down there. I do see Jimmy Walker at 105. Uh, he did make the weekend at uh, at the players. But, you know, that's one of those kind of head scratchers, right? It's like, yeah, well, that's... He's been that, showing that, some nothing. signs of life lately. He's been showing some no, good no, stuff. For, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bryce, I mean, Bill Haas. Yeah, Bill Haas, T41 at Puerto Rico, T25 at Honda. So, you know, maybe there's some direction there you, you could lean. Uh, Troy Merritt, T46 at the Players, T74 at Honor Palmer. So, yeah. Uh, so who, I, I so think who down here in a $6,000 range plays this place well? Well, let's take a look. Uh, I'm, I'm just talking tournament history, yep, right? So, yep. uh, uh, well, Charles Schwartzel, obviously, uh, T21 last year, missed a cut in 19, T49, sixth and first, uh, Luke Donald, T54, T9, T64, T22, Bill Haas, uh, he didn't play in 21, but T13 and 19, T49, T41, and second. Uh, Henrik Stenson, by the way, didn't even mention the guy. Uh, he'll be the European Ryder Cup. He just got oh, named yeah. as the captain uh, for the upcoming Ryder Cup team at T63, T24, T7, T11. Grand McDowell, we've seen a little um, a little pop from him. Missed the cut in 21, T46, T40, T14. 
Uh, see if anybody else kind of sticks out. Uh, Zach Johnson, maybe T29, T24, T16. We could, who would that be fun to have a uh, rider? Uh, never mind. I jumped ahead on you. No, he's 6,900. So, yeah, it just, I mean, from tournament history, um, uh, Hank Labiota, T13 in 21, T46 in 19. So, yeah, there's a few. I mean, if you want to, yeah, if you want to look at course history, I mean, that may be some direction. I mean, based on just uh, turn or tournament history, I should say. Uh, I think I'd probably lean probably still Hickok. Yep. Uh, T57, T46. I may get on a little bit of Luke Donald. I would expect he's not going to have a lot of ownership here. Yep. Danny Lee, T21, T54, T22. So, yeah. Bill yeah. Haas, maybe. We'll still line up. Old school. Uh, all right. So for our lineup, you pick first. Maybe we're gonna do that. <laughs> um, okay, so for our lineup, I'm picking first. I appreciate that greatly. <laughs> uh, I swear I'm getting there. Okay, so for our first player, uh, I'm going to go for the Paul Casey. Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah, twice. Know, take him twice. Um, <laughs> I think I want to go Kokrak. I, I know right. he's going to be, it's, uh, but I, I think that's we've, we've got potential with Kokrak. Do you right. want to pick the second one or you want me to pick two? I got Bradley. That's a good pick. Up to you. Back to you. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Woodland. All right, to me. Saucepan or Redman, or other. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Redmond. Let's go Redmond. All right, back to you. Uh, we got 16,500 left. Uh, uh, all right, so I'm going to be a pig about it. And uh, yeah, let's see, 10,000. Uh, I want to go answer. Okay. All right. $7,200 left. Uh, I like the top four set. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He's been good doing well. He's been, he's been doing great. Yeah. All right. Good one. That's a good one. He's got Tim Tucker on the back for crying out loud. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, all right. So and who, uh, who has Bubba's old caddy on the back now? Ooh. I don't know. That's a challenge. No, it's not. No, it's not. Is it Scheffler? I think it's Scheffler. Uh, pretty sure it was Scheffler. Yeah, it's Scheffler. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Ted, Ted Scott. Which yep. which you did not put him in the lineup, by the way. Ted Scott or Scotty Scheffler? 
<laughs> either one. We didn't get either one of them. <laughs> unless, uh, unless Ted Scott's picking up, uh, picking up around this week somewhere, picking up another bag. Exactly. No, that that was uh, that's what, key though. Like for him to be able to pick him up and be able to run like that. Holy cow! Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Mm. All right, so I'm, I'm going to pass the one and done to you, Dan, because mm. and, and I feel like I need to because uh, after I feel like I would expect a lot of people were disappointed in uh, in Morikawa's um, performance last week. Uh, that that's a that's a big price tag for a miscut. It's a huge. Huge, huge price tag for a miscut. Huge, huge bigly. <laughs> huge, it's bigly. It's bigly for a miscut at a Kalamurakawa. It's you big. Know what, you know what the sad part, Cal, is? Here's the sad part. I've gotten zero dollars out of Kalamurakawa and John Rom, and I'm still winning. Ah, are you still winning? <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't like 50k, like 50k. It's it's neck well, and neck. It's neck and neck. Give, give us give us number. Give us numbers. What what's the numbers? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. So uh, are, my total totals? right now is uh, two million two point four, and you're at two point three three. So yeah, it's like fifty fifty four k left between the two of us. Yeah, it's neck and neck. It's neck and neck. Yeah. It's anybody's I, anybody's I ball the, game. I, oh, did I, I don't know if you. I broke up a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. It uh, so it is. I'm at two point two point three eight. You're but two point three three. Ooh. Yeah, it's neck and neck. And you've used you've used Rom already. Rom and Morikawa. And you've used I got zero. Morikawa. Uh, let's see. I haven't used John Rom, and I haven't used colin morikawa so that that's a that's a pretty good uh i feel like that's a good run right there that i got those two guys left yeah i can still get something out of them yeah uh I, i've had some disappointments though I've, yeah. I've had a few disappointments of folks that i thought would really play well at some at some tournaments i would uh, say jt was a disappointment i thought jt when when he had that saturday whatever day i can't remember what day it was he, whenever he had I, that day i, I, I was, I, I was no, like this guy's I, gonna win <laughs> Well, and I, I played him in a couple other one and done too, and uh, I was like, "Well, man, this is going to be a heyday for me. I, I'm we're 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 bringing it home, baby." And uh, yeah, too many um, too many selfies with the dog. I guess That's what it got is. him uh, got, got made it made him soft made yeah. him soft. So yeah. uh, where are you heading this week? You you go ahead. I, I don't. I may have to change mine. I don't know who you're going to pick. Mister Florida, I'm going Keegan Bradley. Ah, going Keegs, are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I think that's, uh, again, second last year. Uh, he had a good uh, good run last week, and I think that's a good play. Uh, I'm going to take the hot hand of one uh, hobby. Give me Victor Hovland. Rory Jr. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, – I think that that might pay off, man. I, his uh, he's had a great Florida swing thus far, and uh, I feel like he's going to close it out. And I mean, what what a great way uh, prepping up for Augusta to come in here get a victory, and just take the rest of take the next few weeks off. Yeah, what are we like twenty eight days or twenty six days or something from Augusta? So take take the take the rest of the, take hey, go 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 refresh, go uh, refill everything, and uh, be prepared to come back and win a green jacket. So I'm I'm thinking Hopland is uh, Hopland's going to get it done down here, man. He's young enough, he's ball striking it good enough, uh, better than most, better than most, I say, better than most. <laughs> so so we'll see uh, we'll see where he gets to. I would throw that one up there as one of my uh, most disappointments from last week as well was your boy, Scotty. Uh, I thought Scotty was going to do better than that, man. Oh, Adam Scott? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he's already got the, I mean, he's already a hall of famer, right? He's got it. You got a uh, TPC. You got a, uh, got a master's jacket. Yeah. You got, I, I think he should be qualified already. So I know uh, I just thought he was going to do better last week. Yeah. No, I, I did too. He usually plays uh, really well there. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, so send us out of here. What's, uh, what, what do you, uh, update us on it? What do we need to watch anything while we can't watch golf this week? Or if we, uh, we got some downtime, what, what are you checking out? That winning time thing on HBO with, um, <laughs> with, uh, John C. Riley. That thing is good. I like that. It's fun. You like it? The, the bus. Yeah. Oh yeah. The bus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, uh, I, I'm not a big I wouldn't say I'm not a big history guy. I'm not necessarily, I mean, growing up on the East coast, uh, I mean, I obviously knew the, you know, the, the Lakers and Celtics, the whole, you know, magic and, and bird thing with, you know, it, it was a thing everywhere, no matter where you were. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I had no idea Jerry West was such a dick. Maybe <laughs> I missed that, but like that guy, was, I, I don't not personally, I'm just saying like, as he's portrayed in, in the show, right. I mean, he's breaking stuff and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's very interesting. Uh, you know, that grudge that he held on his shoulder for, for all those years, I don't know, maybe he could, could have, could have gone left with him. Maybe he never got rid of it, but, uh, yeah, but it looks like it's going to be a fun show. Yeah, it's going to be a fun show for sure. I'm enjoying that one. What about you? Anything else? Uh, I same thing, man. I, I've been watching, uh, I think there's a couple episodes out. So yeah, I'm, I'm catching up on that and, uh, no, I don't know if I've been really catching watching anything else. So I'm uh, ready for better call Saul. I think that one's coming out pretty soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's like, yeah, that's going to be good. I got to catch up. On, I, I got to go back and watch. Uh, I, I don't, I didn't, I, it lost me somewhere along the way. So I got to go and catch up. Just on that one. watch the last season. At least it kind of starts building into it, you know, and then um, it's, it started slow, but uh, just watch the last season. You'll be all right. Yeah. It's good. It's real uh, good. Yeah. What winning time. It did not start slow. No, it did not start. start I mean, they get right into the thick of things. It's, you know what? It's, it's like, um, uh, it's like boogie nights. Yeah. Uh, with a basket, with a basketball thing. That's a good way of putting it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It's like, it's like when I think about, uh, when I think about Yellowstone, Mm. I think about the Sopranos with a cowboy theme. Mm -hmm. When I think about winning time, it's, um, it's boogie nights, but it's baseball oriented. Basketball. Yep. 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 Oh, I'll tell you what. Oh, I, you know what I did start watching the other day, which I thought was really good. If you're a music person, I think you got it. I, I don't, you don't have to watch it. It's pretty rank. Uh, but if you, or if you were a hair band person, hmm. uh, Pam and Tommy, uh, holy, I haven't watched that one yet. holy <laughs> shit. That is, that's a good one, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, I haven't, I mean, I haven't made it through the whole thing, but I'm watching, you know, uh, uh, episodes here and there. And it's, uh, if you, if you're a fan, if you like Motley Crue at all, it's, and it's more kind of the dramatized story about them too. It's not necessarily, but it does give a lot of insight to Tommy Lee and kind of the character that that guy was. So yeah, pr- pretty interesting. Good stuff. Good stuff. All pretty right. Interesting. Well, we're going to Florida for the last part. Uh, we'll end the West coast swing until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.